Welcome to Bible News Press. Our goal is to discuss biblical faith beyond cliches and buzzwords, whether such words are religious or political. Sometimes we sit around the table and fellowship. Sometimes we do a little time travel. It is all part of our journey with our Abba Father, who has given us the key to life. We do it with Jesus, and we do it together. Welcome. Hello, I'm Laura. I will be reading John's first letter, chapter 1, from the World English Bible. That which was from the beginning, that which we have heard, that which we have seen with our eyes, that which we saw and our hands touched, concerning the word of life, and the life was revealed, and we have seen and testify and declare to you the life, the eternal life, which was with the Father and was revealed to us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us. Yes, and our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And we write these things to you, that our joy may be fulfilled. This is the message which we have heard from him and announced to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in the darkness, we lie and don't tell the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us the sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we haven't sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. That is the end of chapter 1. It isn't until 1 John chapter 5, verse 13, that he says that he's writing this to those who believe in the name of the Son of God. But he begins here in verse 1 with talking about from the beginning, much the same as he does in John 1, 1, where he states that God is from the beginning. This emphasizes that all of this was expected, that God has been proclaiming these things from the beginning, and that goes along with his using the theme of light, because that also has been from the beginning. Light was very specifically spoken of as being the first thing created on the first day. God created light first because life cannot exist without it. And it symbolizes that we, more importantly, cannot live without his light. Physical light is but one representation of the true light of his being, the source of all that is good and true. And without him, we can't make our way. This theme of associating God with light is not at all unique to John. It is throughout the whole Bible. In Exodus 10, verses 21 through 23, it talks about the plague of darkness in Egypt, where the Egyptians couldn't even see the hand in front of their faces anywhere, but the children of Israel had light in their dwelling. And then in Exodus 13, verse 21, it talks about the pillar of fire by night to give light. Obviously, there are quite a few places where light is used simply speaking of the time of day, although that always harkens back to Genesis 1-1, where it comes from and why it matters. And then there are the English meanings of the word light, where it means, for instance, the opposite of heavy, as in lacking substance or importance, or also the idea to land on something, uh, which is it's used in that context in Ruth, where she lands on Boaz's field, and Hushai um, gives 
advice to Absalom in 2 Samuel 17 and talks about landing on David unaware. And it also is used to speak of someone being fast, like in um, 2 Samuel 2.18, where Asahel is light afoot. It also is used to talk about being easy, uh, specifically in 2 Kings chapter 20, verse 10, where Hezekiah gets the choice about which way the shadow should go. And he says one is a light thing and the other is not a light thing. But it's also, light is also metaphorically used of goodness. And in 2 Samuel 21, 17, King David is referred to as the light of Israel. Job uses light. The book of Job uses light a lot in that discussion. The Psalms is full of references to light. Psalm 4, 6 says, the light of Yahweh's face. Psalm 27, 1 has, Yahweh is my light and my salvation. Psalm 36, 9 says, in your light, we will see light. It's in many other Psalms. You can do a word search. Um, in chapter 43, verse 3, it talks about light and truth. 89, 15, the light of his countenance. Um, 104, 12 talks about God wrapping himself in light. 118, 27, Yahweh has given us light. And 119, 105, thy word is a light. It's also used a lot in Isaiah. Isaiah 5, 20 says, woe if we call darkness light and light darkness. Um, Isaiah 9, 2, the famous prophecy, people in a darkness saw a great light. Uh, Isaiah 10, 17 talks about a consuming pure light. Isaiah 42, 6, a light for the Gentiles. And then uh, there are a few others, but going down to Isaiah 60, 19, it says, there will be no more sun. The Lord shall be your everlasting light, which is also spoken of in Revelation 21, 23. Also in Daniel chapter 2, verse 22, it talks about the light dwelleth in him when Daniel is describing God to King Nebuchadnezzar. Also references to light in Micah 7, 8 and Habakkuk 3, 4. So when Jesus and John use this reference to light, the people they are speaking to are well acquainted with this and understand how light uniquely represents God, Yahweh, and his truth. In John chapter 1, verse 9, it talks about the true light that comes to enlighten everyone. And in chapter 3, verses 19 through 21, Jesus corresponds light to truth. And in chapter 8, 12, Jesus directly calls himself the light of the world that can be followed to avoid darkness, is the light of life. In John chapter 11, verse 9, Jesus has just told his disciples euphemistically that Lazarus is asleep, meaning he is dying, which he clarifies a couple of verses later. And then he talks about walking in the light as a safe thing because you don't stumble. In John chapter 12, verse 36, Jesus says, while you have the light, believe. And then down in verses 44 through 46, Jesus says, I have come as a light into the world. Whoever believes in me shall not remain in darkness. In 1 Corinthians 4, 5, it talks about bringing things to light. In 2 Corinthians 4, 4 and 6, it talks about the unbelieving being blinded by the God of this world so that the light of the good news will not dawn on them. In Ephesians 5.8, it talks about believers as children of light. These kinds of references to light are also used in Colossians 1.12, 1 Thessalonians 5.5, 5, 1 Timothy 6.16, and 1 Peter 2.9. Matthew 5.14, we have Jesus telling his disciples that they are the light of the world and to let it shine and to show their good works to glorify the Father in heaven, their Father in heaven.
Acts 9.3 talks about the light that was so brilliant when Saul became Paul. And in 26.18, he is talking to King Agrippa and explaining how they should turn from darkness to light and be taken from the power of Satan. And then in Romans 13.12, it talks about the armor of light. So getting back to 1 John chapter 1, where he's talking about that he was an eyewitness to the incarnation of this light, and that through this light, we can walk in and have fellowship with him and with God through the cleansing of the blood of Jesus Christ. Verse 6 points out that someone can claim to have fellowship with Yahweh and still walk in darkness, not having really chosen the light. One indication of Understanding the true nature of and the need for light is our claims about sin. If we deny sin in ourselves, we are deceived and don't have the truth, aka the light, because the light exposes our need for cleansing. All we have to do is confess, which implies asking for cleansing, not just saying, oh, you caught me and I know you think this is wrong, but confessing indicates that we realize that it's wrong and we have understood our own sin. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. That is the Bible News Press segment for today, but not the end of our journey. 